I'm health coach Heather, and you are listening to episode 197, Embracing Natural Aging. You are listening to the Nourished Connections podcast, hosted by health coach Heather, master health coach and wellness educator specializing in family health. This show is about raising a strong, healthy, resilient family with confidence and courage in a confused world. So hang out with me each week to learn practical coaching tips, parenting advice, nutrition and exercise suggestions, and stress reducers to apply to your mental and physical well-being. Welcome back to the Nourish Connections podcast, episode 197. You guys, we've made it to 197 episodes, almost 200 episodes in, which means that every week for the past few years, I have been creating a podcast for you to listen to. This is something to celebrate. So maybe on my 200th episode, we've got to think of something fun we can do to celebrate 200 episodes in. That's pretty, pretty, pretty amazing for me to stick with something this consistently for so long, but I actually really love podcasting. It's really fun. And the, the biggest piece of feedback I've gotten from you guys is Heather, your voice is so soothing. I could listen to it all day. It's so mesmerizing. It's like listening to a meditation. And on one hand, I think that's good. I want to, I want you to feel relaxed and comfortable talking to me, but I also want to wake you up. I don't want you to fall asleep during these podcast episodes. So I want them to be fun and exciting and inviting. And I want it to be something you share with your kids because this is more of a family podcast versus just helping one person. So this is about sharing what you're learning with your children, with other children in your life. And we just create this ripple effect of health and freedom and love and God and family and all the good stuff. Tonight is my big party at my house. We're doing a treat in the street party where my band is going to be playing for everybody. Yes, I'm in a band. We're the Salt River Sunshine Band. And sometimes we perform for events and things like that. But this is going to be fun. This is kind of a a housewarming party that I have been planning for a few months and wanted my band to come play and everyone bring a treat and bring their lawn chair and just hang out, get to know your neighbors, listen to some good music. And it's just going to be a good time. So that's tonight. And my parents are in town. I'm excited because they'll get to watch us perform and it's just going to be fun. I'm just excited. So we'll see how it goes. I'll let you know next week how the treat in the street party went, but Today's episode, we have to get into it. It is all about the beauty culture, which I think has taken a turn for the worse in so many ways. Um, you know, when I was growing up as a teenager, the beauty culture was all about being thin and being Barbie-like and having the best figure and showing off your body and spray tans and tanning beds and you'd put a sticker on your body at the tanning bed to have a little tattooed and tan tanned sticker into your body and, and belly button piercings and ear piercings all over your ear all the way up to the top 
those were kind of the things back in the 90s and early 2000s that were popular to do to show that you had beauty. And of course, bleach, bleaching your hair really blonde was the thing. And the pencil eyeliner. Remember you just kind of had one pencil line for your eyebrows. Um, those were your eyebrows and your eyeliner and your lips. So your lips were lined with a dark pencil color and then your lipstick was a lighter color. So we had all these fashion trends that always went on throughout the generations, but that's how it was when I was growing up. And now I look around and I'm like, gosh, the trends are kind of coming back to some stuff like that. Different kinds of pants that are high-waisted, but don't really show off your figure as much. And they're just baggy and loose too. Also a bunch of holes in the pants. Um, There's just different fashion trends, but I want to talk about letting yourself actually just age naturally and beautifully. There's going to be styles and fashion trends that come and go that you might want to jump on. But this podcast is really more about how much medical intervention do you want to have when it comes to, to you and your body? Because quite frankly, as a health coach, I don't think these things are healthy for us as much as, as medispas and, and other medical professionals might claim that they are. And I'm not saying either to just let yourself go and be homely looking and don't dress up or don't put makeup on. Just let yourself age naturally and just be all natural. No, what I'm saying is we've just invested in a culture. We're so invested in this culture of nipping and tucking all sorts of things in order to adapt to beauty. And I don't think it needs to be this way. In a world that often urges us to defy the natural course of time, in a culture obsessed with youth, where billboards and magazines tell us to stay young at all costs, many women and men are adapting to that lifestyle of medical intervention, all in the name of looking youthful. And so today we're going to dive into this embracing of natural aging, and we'll explore the remarkable benefits of allowing the aging process to be an integral part of your life journey. This is not about denying the passage of time. It's about finding joy, wisdom, and fulfillment in every moment of your evolving story of your life. So when I was a young wife, the thought of my body changing with age didn't occupy much of my mind. I lived in the blissful present, unaware of the gradual transformations that awaited me. However, life had its own plans, and with the arrival of children came those inevitable shifts in my body. And as the years passed, life's stressors began to etch their marks on my skin in the form of wrinkles. And after children, it was stretch marks around me. I noticed a growing trend among many of my friends because they were embarking on journeys of enhancement from breast implants to Botox, tummy tucks, eyelash extensions, 
and even facelifts, all in the pursuit of preserving a youthful appearance. And these cosmetic enhancements seemed to promise a path to eternal youth and irresistible temptation in a society that often equates age with decline. Yet as I watched those around me embrace these interventions, I found myself on a different path, one that led me to a deeper appreciation for the beauty of natural aging. So this is where over time, I found that for myself, as I work on my thoughts around my body, around my appearance, around society and and pressures of what people might expect me to look like or be like, I'm, I'm able to do the work on my brain of letting all of that go and then going within and finding out who I really am, what makes me comfortable and becoming that person instead of one that needs to look and feel a certain way for society. And again, this hasn't meant that I've let myself go because I love to buy a cute outfit here and there and put makeup on and dress up a little bit and look nice. But this is about me not going overboard with needing to look younger in order to have confidence in myself. So let's give you some tips now about how to embrace this natural aging process. And I think what we need to do is just talk about the societal pressures of the media that make people feel the need to pursue cosmetic procedures or unrealistic beauty standards. If you just take all of that out of your life, leave that alone and let that be the world and you step out of the world for a minute, that pressure can come off of you as you really focus on who you want to become, not how you want to look. There's so many benefits to aging. You're going to gain so much wisdom, life experience, and self-confidence in yourself if you just allow aging to be part of your journey. And I would encourage you to take time because this is what I did for some self-reflection and explore your own values, passions, and interests beyond physical appearance. What is it you truly enjoy doing? What lights you up? What brings you joy? And let's think of things where we're not spending a bunch of money or having hobbies of, you know, just indulging and consuming Behind all of that, who are you? What do you like to do? Do you like to hike? Do you like nature? Do you love to draw? Are you an artist? Do you like to read good books that inspire you and help you become a better person? Do you like to decorate your home beautifully? Do you like to create something that was once kind of blah within your home into a space that's more warm, welcoming, and inviting and more simplified and not cluttered. Who are you at your core? You have to take that time to self-reflect and explore those values. 
and also having gratitude for your body. This is very important that you start looking at your body and being grateful that you have a body and you look and you, you notice all the things your body can do. Your hands, they can type, they can send messages, they can hold people and love people and your arms and your legs. Your body can do so many things. And we need to start looking at all the things we're able to do with our body. It gets us to and from places, helps us do our jobs so we can earn money. Our bodies are very important. So just going from, I hate my body to, I have a body is one step in the right direction to self-acceptance. And then you can get to, I'm grateful for my body. And then I love my body. We also should discuss some healthy aging habits. So we want to maintain a healthy lifestyle as we age. So if you want to even look healthy, this is going to, if you want to look healthy and young, more youthful appearance, we can do that naturally through exercising daily and eating a balanced diet and managing our stress levels. Those three things will help you have a more youthful appearance. So that's going to include drinking half your body weight in ounces of water each day. That's going to include working up a good sweat and a good exercise here and there, or just getting out and walking more and then eating a good balanced nutrient dense diet will do wonders for the aging process and, you know, stress management. So when you start to meditate more, do some EFT tapping, this will help you to reduce your stress levels, which won't show on your face as much. You'll have less wrinkles and just look better as you manage your stress. So this is going to mean we also do some self-care practices. Meditation, like I said, is one. Mindfulness, journaling, when you can, go invest in a massage, do some acupuncture, do some cold water therapy, do some self-care practices that really help your body look and feel young naturally. I remember doing acupuncture um, on my face. I didn't want to do Botox, but I wanted my face to look more youthful in a natural way. And as you do um, acupuncture to your face, it produces more collagen within your own body. Your body will produce more collagen to those areas where they're putting the needles. And that can really help too. So you don't have to invest in a bunch of Botox for your face. So that's what I was doing for a while. And I really enjoyed that. Um, and I, and I also would invest in facials, just going to the, the face spa and having them really pamper my skin and my face and do some microdermabrasion or some, um, microblading. What is that? Where they just kind of get the dead skin cells off your face. Like that helps produce more collagen and have a youthful appearance naturally too. So there's self-care practices you can do naturally to help you look and feel better and keep your, your skin and your body healthy too. So I also think we need to normalize aging. So we want to have, have this natural aging, a beautiful part of life. So we got to normalize the process that's going to help reduce anxiety and self-judgment. We need to challenge beauty ideals. 
So we got to challenge conventional beauty ideals and promote diversity and inclusivity, of course, because beauty comes in all forms and all shapes and all sizes. But how do we showcase our beauty and how do we keep our body healthy? We don't want to go overboard either and start to showcase obesity as being the most beautiful thing either. Since all these years, we've showcased skinniness being the most beautiful thing. We have to have a healthy body and find that healthy balance. And that's where we struggle because as a society, we lean so far on one end and then we go back the other way to extreme. So it's trying to find the balance in the middle of creating a healthy body for yourself that doesn't put you in any risk factors for disease in on any side of the spectrum. Okay, so we also need to celebrate authenticity. So there's so many people out there who've embraced their natural aging process and have found happiness and contentment in doing so. And I want to encourage you to go out there and seek those, those people, whether it's in Hollywood or anywhere else that you might be in the world. And you just really get to know someone's inner person. It just helps them glow on the outside. And you're, you just really feel like that person's so beautiful. They don't really need to do anything to themselves at all because they're just a beautiful person on the inside and that shows on their outside. And those are the kind of people you want to start looking to become more like. Today I was just scrolling through Instagram and one of my friends posted a side-by-side picture of Carrie Underwood when she was first auditioning for American Idol versus where she's at right now and just how night and day different she looks. Pretty much we all look like the Carrie Underwood if we're aging naturally before we're glamorized and put on a stage to present, right? Like she is now. She's popular. Khloe Kardashian once said it like this. You're not ugly. You're just poor. Isn't that hilarious? (laughs) Because the truth is like, yeah. If you had all the money in the world and you wanted to look a certain way, you can just pay money to people. They will nip and tuck and inject whatever needs to happen in order for you to have what you need. Hair extensions, eyelash extensions, cold therapy for your abdominals to kind of squeeze that down, butt injections, lip injections, eyebrow, um, what do they call it? Or they're painting in your eyebrows, makeup, tattooing, all this costs money, right? And if you wanted to look like a Barbie doll, which actually looks kind of fake, you could invest in all of that stuff. And then you, you could look like a movie star, very glamorous. If that's what you want to look like, you could do that. Why, why do you want to look that way? I would, that's where I would start is why. Ask yourself, why is it important for you to want to look that way if you want to look that way? What is it about that look that you're attracted to? What is it? Is it trying, is it wanting to get attention from people in a certain way, have people's heads turn and, you know, I don't know. Like what exactly is it about looking that way that you're attracted to? And is it realistic? I don't know. I think it's time we just really start pushing back from that and just letting our bodies 
have a chance to just breathe and live and be our bodies without us trying to conf- like make it conform to how we want it to look. So while it's funny, right? You're not ugly. You're just poor is a statement. It's also, Hey, what if you're rich and you did nothing? You could be beautiful that way too. Just know that you are going to be so beautiful as you're taking care of your mental and physical health in the right ways. Just eating healthy, exercising, being a person who prioritizes meditation and spirituality, all of that helps your mental health and it helps your body. You're going to feel so good that you can't help but be a beautiful person. One of the deepest forms of respect we can even give the body, I believe, is just to leave it alone. Take care of it, do good things, and just leave the body alone. And that really is going to show through with your own natural beauty. And now I'd like to leave you with some book recommendations. So get your paper and your pen out and write these down. I want you to commit to reading at least one of them within the next month. All right, let's start with this one. The Gift of Years, Growing Older Gracefully by Joan Chittister. This book, it's going to explore the spiritual and emotional dimensions of aging and offers wisdom on finding purpose and fulfillment in later life. Number two, The Longevity Paradox, How to Die Young at a Ripe Old Age by Dr. Stephen R. Gundry. Dr. Gundry discusses how we can optimize our health and longevity through diet and lifestyle choices. Number three, Being Mortal, Medicine and What Matters in the End by Atul Gawande. Atul Gawande delves into the challenges and choices we face as we age, providing a thought-provoking exploration of -of end-of-life care and the importance of living well. Number four, Ageless Soul, The Lifelong Journey Toward Meaning and Joy by Thomas More. Thomas More offers a philosophical perspective on aging, highlighting the soul's growth and the potential for deepening wisdom and purpose with age. Number five, aging as a spiritual practice, a contemplative guide to growing older and wiser by Lewis Richmond. Richmond explores the spiritual dimensions of aging, offering practical exercises and insights for cultivating mindfulness and wisdom as we grow older. Number six, Boulder, Making the Most of Our Longer Lives by Carl Honoré. Carl Honoré challenges age-related stereotypes and showcases inspiring examples of individuals who have embraced aging with enthusiasm and purpose. Number seven, the blue zones. I love this. Lessons for living longer from the people who've lived the longest by Dan Butner. 
This book examines communities around the world where people live longer and healthier lives, offering insights into the lifestyle factors that contribute to longevity. Number eight, elderhood, redefining aging, transforming medicine, reimagining life by Louise Aronson. Dr. Louise Aronson explores the complexities of elderhood, challenges ageism, and advocates for a more compassionate and integrated approach to aging and healthcare. Number nine, women rowing north, navigating life's currents and flourishing as we age by Mary Pfeiffer. Mary Pfeiffer a clinical psychologist explores the unique challenges and opportunities that women face as they age and provides guidance for navigating the later years with resilience and joy. Number 10, the little book of Haig or Haig, Danish secrets to happy living by Meek Wicking, M E I K W I K I N G. Mike, could we just Mike? Mike Wicking. While not specifically about aging, this book explores the Danish concept of Hyg, H-Y-G-G-E. I know I'm pronouncing that wrong. Which emphasizes creating cozy and contentment moments in life. Something that can be especially valuable as we age. So, These books offer a range of perspectives on aging, from practical health advice to philosophical reflections on the beauty and richness of growing older. Whether you're looking for guidance on health and wellness or seeking inspiration for embracing the aging process, there's likely a book on this list that's going to resonate with you. So, Go check one out at your library today, and I hope that you will embrace natural aging or you'll back off of more medical procedures just to give your your body a chance to be your body. And sometimes we've done so much stuff to our body that if we do let it go to the natural process, it ages faster and it might look a little worse for the wear. But that's okay too. We can always improve it just by drinking lots of water. Staying, staying well moisturized, as they say, <laughs> that helps a lot. And just doing some natural things, even like um, acupuncture for the face to produce more collagen. If I mention that, I want to mention that again, because that was a very helpful thing that I remember doing um, just to stimulate the face muscles. <laughs> so there you have it. And there's also face yoga. So make sure you go check some videos out on YouTube on how to do face yoga, because that also helps you naturally to look younger in your face if that's what you're trying to do. If you want to be younger in your body, exercise, 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 and eat clean. But probably the most important of all of these things is your mental health. Stay on top of a good, healthy outlook on life, and you're always going to be knowing how to take care of your body. So if you need help with your mental health or your physical health, you can find me at healthcoachheather.com. You can reach out to me 
at yourhealthcoacheshere at gmail.com. We can set up a consult call and you can learn all about coaching and how coaching can benefit your life for the better and help you age naturally and look younger and feel younger with your own natural beauty. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I really appreciate you coming each week and listening to some words of wisdom from Health Coach Heather. If you're loving what you're hearing, would you mind heading over to iTunes and giving this podcast a five-star review? That review helps bump this podcast up so that more people can find it and listen to it too. You are amazing and thanks in advance.